You're listening to the Pride in Diversity program, a 1FM podcast. You're with Damien Stevens-Todd. At the top of the hour, I did let you all know, it is the Pride in Diversity show and tonight a bit of an 18 plus warning. The content we're going to be talking about, certainly for the next 15 minutes or so, is all about monkeypox. This show is about celebrating LGBTIQA plus communities and monkeypox, you might have heard it in the media, has been a bit of an issue of late. Um, We will be talking about themes around men having sex with men. So just letting all our listeners know, if you want to tune in and get excited and listen in for 15 minutes, I'd encourage it. But if you want to, you know, put it on hold for a bit too, I get you. <laughs> if I've uh, done all the phones correctly, then I should have Dr. Will Cross, the clinical director of the GV Public Health Unit on the line. Are you there, Will? I think I am, Damien. You are. We can hear you, Will. Welcome. Beautiful. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Really great to have you on air. I don't uh, have guests on the phone as often as I have them live in the studio. Either way, I love having guests, but um, sometimes the tech just doesn't work, so I'm glad we're working this evening. Yeah, I think with the current weather, we'll be doing things by phone for the next couple of days, I imagine. We certainly forgive you. I had a big drive myself uh, over from Bendigo back home this evening and I I barely made it. Lots of water across the road. So glad to hear you're safe and hopefully warm at home tonight. Yeah, yeah, I am. And glad to hear you made it safely too. Thank you. So we are talking monkeypox tonight. Uh, Let's get straight into it. I I mean, you know, we'd love to hear a little bit of your background if you want to share, but, you know, you are here to talk about monkeypox. Most people might not have heard of Dr. Will Cross from GV Health. So share what you'd like, uh, Will, before we launch in to hear what is monkeypox. Sure. So uh, I am a public health registrar um, and I've been working at Golden Valley Public Health Unit for the past, five months since public health units are a bit of a new inception that came about during the COVID pandemic. Uh, They've been around for about 18 months. And the idea is that uh, we're providing place-based public health across Victoria uh, in response to emerging public health threats. So this might be, uh, you know, obviously COVID, but, you know, we've seen in the past uh, couple of years, you know, in addition to monkeypox or MPX, as I like to refer to it, and uh, Japanese encephalitis. Uh, we're also doing a lot of work in the health prevention space, running a lot of initiatives, um, doing some work in sexual health more generally, and uh, just broader community sort of awareness about health issues that are affecting the region. Amazing, Will. Thank you. I um I was down at the Shepparton Showgrounds the other day and I saw Jabber, the bus there, and got my fourth COVID shot while I was on Jabber and they mentioned Japanese encephalitis. So it's so good to hear that the uh, public health unit where, where you're a part of is looking after us in so many wonderful ways. So thanks for sharing. Yeah. Jabber is one of our uh, proudest alumnus, I think. <laughs> awesome. Well, tell us about monkeypox, Will. So MPX virus is a virus which has been around in the literature for quite some time. Um, You know, I I first came across it in medical school in very, very old textbooks because it didn't really get much of a look in in the Australian curriculum given that for the vast majority of its nascence, it's just been sort of a virus which was, sorry, excuse me, only ever seen in Central African countries. Mm and it's thought that uh, the, it's been emerging more and more, uh, becoming more pre- 
excuse me, uh, becoming more predominant in the uh, past couple of years uh, around different countries around Africa. And this year we've seen an emergence of it uh, across the globe in a global epidemic. Uh, so the disease itself, it affects uh, a large variety of mammals, including monkeys, but also including humans. And as a pox virus, it creates uh, what are classically known as pox, similar to smallpox or chickenpox, which are sort of blisters or sores that can fill up with fluid. So it might be uh, fluid or pus. Um, and these can occur across the entire body. So it's a very characteristic sort of presentation of the virus itself. And after these regress or the, the pox go down after the, the primary illness, they can leave a bit of a scar. So the rise of monkeypox or MPX across the globe is thought to be perhaps related to the fact that it wasn't such an issue before because everyone was vaccinated against smallpox, which is sort of its cousin virus. Mm -hmm. And most people these days, because smallpox has been eradicated, are no longer vaccinated against smallpox. And so they don't have the immunity which may have protected them against MPX. As a result, there's some very interesting literature that MPX cases have been rising throughout Africa over the previous decades. And this is the year that we've sort of seen it boil over and uh, become a multi-continental outbreak. Uh, so over the past Australian winter or European summer, as a lot of lucky people would have experienced, not myself though, unfortunately, um, we did see this sort of explosion of cases very, very rapidly uh, across the Northern Hemisphere. And as we know, in the global context and with well experienced with COVID, viruses, when they explode like that, travel around the world incredibly quickly mm. uh, in this sort of globalised context that we live. Um, and as it happens that um, there were you know, a number of Australians who were in uh, North America and Western Europe uh, over you know, July, the July-August period, and they, they managed to bring that uh, virus back to Australia. And so we've had a small amount of local transmission. Interesting. Thank you so much for sharing, Will. You, you gave such a vivid description of the, the pox. I was creating, a, well, perhaps a not so wonderful image in my head about what the pox might look like that then creates scars. You did a very good job there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We've, we've well, got... I think many of us will have had chicken pox before. So it's, it's kind of similar to that, but a little bit different again. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I'll pop on a quick few sponsors' messages and then we'll come back with another question, Will. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM's FM Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 Station sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. Retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428 235000. I'll repeat that. 0428 235000. 
thousand. Hi guys, Peter Cardamoni from Cardamoni Real Estate in the beautiful Goulburn Valley. I love my sport and calling AFL footy is my passion. So he'll come from 12 metres. Nana's worked as he brought it back. Oh, He's yes. Yes. What a goal! And because he's got two, real estate across the Goulburn Valley is booming, increasing 30% over the past 12 months and a rental yield of over 5%. It's time you invested into the Goulburn Valley. Call me, Peter Cardamoni, to chat all things real estate. Visit cardamonirealestate.com.au and right across the Goulburn Valley from Shep, Kyella, Marupna, Talamba and Chachura, you're in Cardamoni country. 1FM sponsor. Do you need harvest labour or are you looking for work? Madex Harvest Trail Services can help you find jobs and workers for all types of horticulture work. Take advantage of our no-cost recruitment support to your next job that's right for you or workers for your farm. Call us on 1800 062 332. That's 1800 062 332. Madex Harvest Trail Services, connecting harvest workers with employers. Madex.edu.au Station Sponsor. On 1FM 98.5, live and local, you're on the Pride in Diversity show with Damien Stevens-Todd and we are chatting this evening with Dr Will Cross, the Deputy Clinical Director of the Local Public Health Unit here at GV Health. Welcome back, Will. Can you tell us what is the current update on cases and who is at risk? Thanks, Damien. So... Globally, we've seen about 70,000 cases reported around the world in the last year of MPX. Uh, This is in over 100 countries, but the vast majority of these cases have been reported across North America and sort of North and Western Europe. Uh, In Australia, we haven't actually seen very many cases reported. And in Victoria, we're currently sitting at 68 confirmed MPX cases. And those case numbers, I might add, have tailed off oh sorry about that it's okay have tailed off quite significantly uh in the last couple of weeks the last case that we've seen in victoria has been uh i think two weeks ago so um we're actually seeing a decline in overall case numbers uh it's thought that that might be related to a number of factors uh i think think that uh, it's generally accepted that uh, there's a large number of social interaction that's been happening over the Northern Hemisphere summer months, which has been uh, related to this, but also uh, a very quickly stood up vaccination program across uh, a number of countries has also decreased incidence and transmission. So that's been quite a positive story. Uh, However, you know, it it, it is expected that there still is a large amount of um, susceptibility to MPX across the community in multiple countries. And uh, we do expect that it, it could be that we see uh, resurgent case numbers uh, in, over the coming months. So we'll need to sort of watch and wait. And I guess the main takeaway is that we're not out of the woods yet. Thank you, Will. It, yeah, is there any particular group or individuals that are at risk? Yeah, so that's, that's a really good question. Uh, I think that uh, it, it's worth saying that over the time that we've seen the cases emerge over the past year, the vast majority of those cases have occurred through people that have had sexual contact with each other. And of those, the vast majority of those cases have occurred specifically in men who have sex with other men, uh, gay, bisexual men or others. And again, the higher risk factors for people that have a larger amount of sexual partners than others. So that is one of the primary risk factors. Now, that's not to say that monkeypox can't infect, uh, affect 
anyone, but uh, it's just looking at those relative risk factors in that we see that, you know, the, the uh, contact between skin surfaces from one person to another is the primary risk factor or the main way that it is transmitted. And clearly with sexual contact, there is a large amount of skin contact and intimate contact. So that does place people at an increased amount of risk. So while it's accepted that it is not a sexually transmitted infection exclusively, uh, that is one of the modes of transmission that we have seen emerging over the past year. Thank you, Will, for that. It's um, I've heard some misinformation myself about, you know, this monkeypox thing only being for gay men and you've really articulated tonight uh, that anybody can um, be susceptible and, um, you know, who, who is at risk and, and how they can um, contract that. So thank you for sharing that, Will. We... Um, we have also, I guess, another another couple of questions that I'd love to cover off on if you have a, another couple of minutes. And um, I guess all of that information might sound scary for some people. So what what, um, what precautions can people take, Will? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And I think that it, it is important to state that this is not a, uh, a disease that affects people based on their sexual orientation or anything like that. It is really just about how much close intimate contact an individual has with, you know, a variety of other people throughout the course of, uh, you know, their lives. So uh, I think a lot of the reasonable things that people can do to protect themselves are just about limiting the extent of that skin-to-skin contact that they have with a range of other people. So I think the first thing to say is that it's really important to stay aware of the local situation. As I said before, there was a lot of talk about, uh, you know, MPX cases increasing very, very rapidly. But at the present time in Australia, in Victoria, we're really not seeing a lot of transmission. So I think a bit of uh, concern is good if it generates, uh, you know, practices that will allow you to protect yourself and the people around you, um, but not overstating the risk and, and being aware of that at the time, but also staying in touch with what the local epidemiology is. And this is easily accessible through, you know, the Australian government health websites, uh, the Victorian Department of Health websites, understanding the extent of transmission uh, when cases are rising, when cases are falling. I think this is something that people are pretty used to in terms of COVID, but it goes for really any virus that has this sort of variation in the number of cases. So that's one thing which is really important. Uh, It's also good to, if you're planning on travelling, look at what case numbers are doing in the places where you're travelling to and and think about how that might affect uh, your behaviour, particularly in regard to sexual practices if you are intending on being sexually active while you're overseas. Thank you. The... Yeah, so that's sort of the main thing. And I think that that kind of information can give people a lot of power over their own situation. Uh, Another important thing is uh, to be aware of some of the symptoms of MPX. And while the initial illness may be quite nonspecific, you know, people might feel just very tired, have a bit of a sore throat, swollen glands, that sort of thing. The characteristic aspect of the disease that we talked about a bit earlier, the pox, or these lesions um, are really a really telltale sign. Now, people that are sexually active and may have had, uh, you know, experience with other sexually transmitted infections like uh, herpes, for example, um, those pox like marks might actually be mistaken for another sexually transmitted infection. 
But I think it is important uh, in the current environment that if people do develop symptoms that are consistent with MPX, that they really don't delay, that they uh, you know seek medical attention to have those uh, those lesions tested for any remnant of the virus, because it's important to you know for, for individuals to get an early diagnosis and also you know for contact tracing to protect uh, anyone within their sort of uh, environment that they may have had close intimate contact with. Um, including people within their house and other people uh, that they may have had sexual contact with. Most certainly, um, yeah. And thank you for bringing all of this information to us, uh, Dr. Will. We really want to make sure people are informed, um, that we're not out there um, you know, creating any kind of discrimination or stigma uh, for anybody or any particular groups. And I think the more information we have and that we're able to act on, um, you know, re really helps us as individuals and our community. So thank you. One more question, if I may, and that is, um, what else can we be doing to protect ourselves? Like, you know, um, I, I think you can get vaccinations, can't you, Will? Yes, that's a very good point. So uh, <laughs> there are vaccinations available, and um, I think that's uh, worth mentioning here because um, the vaccinations that we have currently are very effective against MPX. The third generation vaccinations, uh, a single dose is thought to give about 80% protection and two doses is thought to give close to 100% protection and they have minimal side effects. As you can imagine, many countries around the world have been desperately ordering up doses. So um, the supply has been a little limited, but we have had some doses made available through Victoria and it's I'm glad to say that um, there are doses actually available regionally. So through um, Golden Valley Health in Shepparton, through Aubrey Wodonga Health in Wodonga, and also through Bendigo Health in Bendigo, there have been um, you know vaccine doses that are available. And uh, more information about this can be gained by contacting the public health units in each of those respective areas um, on you know vaccine eligibility and how the vaccine can be administered. I'm pleased to say that uh, there's been an additional order of vaccines that has put through and is slated to arrive hopefully in the next week or two, um, which will greatly increase the supply. The eligibility criteria is primarily focused on men who have sex with other men, um, and there's a, some additional eligibility criteria. All of this is available on the Victorian Department of Health website and can also be gained just through contacting the uh, local public health units um, and having a vaccine eligibility assessment. Um, but I would encourage people to keep a close eye on the eligibility criteria as given that we are expecting a large number of additional vaccines over the coming weeks, um, we believe that this vaccine cri uh, eligibility criteria may change um, as we get more doses and more people will become eligible. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Dr. Will Cross, Clinical Director of Goulburn Valley Public Health Unit, for joining us this evening and sharing with us uh, all of the information we need to know about MPX. You've taught me not to call it monkeypox, Doctor. <laughs> Yet another step we can uh, take to reduce the stigma um, and ensure that everybody is able to uh, look after themselves and, uh, and each other in the community. Thank you very much. 
Thanks, Damien. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepparton Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio, the Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepparton Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepparton Motorcycles and Power Equipment Benella Road or visit our website shepparton.mpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT 11819, 1FM sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cap price commission rates. That's right, cap price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. Snake season is here. Have you serviced your snake repellers this spring yet? If not, book a service call and let Jason's Pest Control update your batteries and check your repellers are right to go for this snake season. You don't have snake repellers yet? That's okay. Call us now and get them professionally installed. Protect your kids, pets and yourself. Our snake repellers are the best on the market and even have a two-year warranty. For more information, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. Let Merit Funeral Services take the stress out of your funeral arrangements. Whether you're looking to prepay a funeral, arrange a bond or prearrange a complete funeral, Merit Funeral Services are just a phone call away. They can even come direct to you anywhere across the region to help walk you through the process each and every step of the way. With more than 40 years industry experience, expect nothing less than service and advice that exceeds your expectations. Let Merit Funeral Services take care of everything. Phone 58251651. 1FM sponsor. A 1FM community service announcement. Out in the open is coming. Join the fun this October, November with Out in the Open Festival Shepparton, celebrating LGBTI pride and community diversity. Come spend an evening with the Divas as they take you on a tantalising journey of reimagined excellence, celebrating the biggest artists of all time. Experience a fully immersive production show that will captivate all young and young at heart. Out in the open includes drag, carnival day, brunches, forums and more. Tickets on sale now at outintheopen.org.au Playing one great song after another. Damien Stevens on 1FM 98.5. Head to the Stanhope Family Hotel, 67 to 69 Midland Highway in Stanhope to enjoy the fabulous Callum Gleeson performing live this Sunday, 16th of October from 1pm till 4 Entry is 10 bucks per person and meals from the full bistro menu are available from 12 noon. Call 5857 2293 to book your table. Proud sponsors of 1FM. You've been listening to the Pride in Diversity program, a 1FM podcast. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the show on soundcloud.com. Just search for 1FM985 Pride in Diversity. There you'll be kept up to date with links to future episodes. If you would like to listen to the show live, tune your radios to 98.5 FM or stream on the station website fm985.com.au or alternatively listen in on the TuneIn app on your Android or iOS device between 10 and 11 p.m. Thursday nights.